do have some sad news to report. Usamu Suyoshi, the bass player for the Raleigh, North Carolina band No Love, passed away in October of 2020. I'm a bit at a loss for words on what to say. I can tell you that I've always had a great time at No Love shows, and I really enjoyed Usamu's bass playing. Rest in peace, Usamu. Welcome to another episode of the Damaged Goods Radio Podcast. I am your host, Matt Dunn. And today on the show, we have a never-before-heard interview from the archives with a band from Oakland, California called Midnight Snacks. They played a great show at the Hopscotch Music Festival in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina. They played a show that was curated by the great Raleigh band No Love. I caught up with the band at the festival to talk about the history of the band and the 10-year anniversary of Midnight Snacks. Let's go ahead and get into it. Here is my interview with Midnight Snacks. Hey, this is Matt with the Damage Goods Radio Podcast. I'm here at the Hopscotch Music Festival in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina. And I am here with a band from Oakland, California. They're called Midnight Snacks. And I was uh, wondering if you could introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Dulcinea. And what do you play? I play guitar and lead vocals. I'm Sammy. I play drums. I'm Camille. I play bass. And how long has the band Midnight Snacks been around for? The first rendition was, I believe, 2010. So, yeah, 10 10 years. 10 years doing this. (laughs) Are you going to do anything special for the 10-year anniversary? I think it might have already come and gone. I don't know. I mean, being in North Carolina uh, right before we put out a record seems special enough. So. Is this your first time playing in North Carolina? Yeah, it is. Uh, well, actually, I played in a band in the 90s called The Loudmouths, and we went up the coast, Wilmington, so I did. I have seen the Carolinas before and played, but it's been about a billion years. So this is the first time Midnight Snacks has made it this far east. We haven't done any really kind of east coast touring. So. Speaking of snacks, have you got to enjoy a bottle of your wine soda yet? You know, I read about that. I have not tried it. What does it taste like? Is it like Mr. Pip? <laughs> kind of. It's like Mr. Pip, the dad of cherry, maybe, and three-fourths Dr. Pepper, maybe. Yeah, we're going to have to, like, hit a liquor store and spike it. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Do they even sell cherry wine out west? I've never even seen or heard of it outside of, like, just looking up North Carolina and seeing the regional food. They actually have a whole festival for it here, the cheer wine festival, just for the soda. Wow. Put it in barbecue sauce and ice cream, and it's like a big thing. We're going to track it down before we leave town, for sure. sure. How did everyone in Midnight Snacks first meet? Let's see. Well, I was in Midnight Snacks, and Sammy was uh, in a bunch of garage bands at the time. Latinos, the Ogres, and the version of Midnight Snacks was... It was me, it was Tina Lucchese from Trash Women, and it was... Oh, I love Trash Women. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. Um, and then another woman named Renee Johnson, who was in the Latinos as well. So we were a trio. We started out as a trio, all female. Um, and then, you know, things kind of ran its course, and the group started to change a bit. Sammy came in as a kind of a fan of Midnight Snacks. He, he liked the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he could tell you about that. Um, but Sammy's always been awesome. And also um, a fellow Chicano, which was another big plus. Um, Then I was looking for a bass player, and I hit up Camille to ask if she had any 
ideas about that because I was looking for somebody, I was looking for a female, I was looking for somebody of color, hopefully, and she kind of fit the bill and just hadn't really played. I think she had a bass but hadn't played. And then she joined the band. And then Chris, who's not here right now, is out with his dad. He was in Lonely and the Chonies. And I've known him a billion years. And, you know, it's all through music, all through going to see shows and drinking, hanging out, listening to records. Did Midnight Snacks, did you play some shows with Alice Bag from the Bags? Oh, yeah. Well, Alice Bag is a huge hero, I think, to all of us. I mean, she's first-generation punk from... Los Angeles, she's a Latina, and she's just completely outspoken and an advocate for all the right things. And just super sweet lady, just really uh, accepting of our band and very supportive. And it's just super fun to play with her. Like, still today, she's playing. She has so much energy and, and uh, passion for it. Yeah. So, yeah, we have played a few shows with her. We hope to play more. We'd love to go on maybe a tour with her, but... We'll see how it goes. And is it true that Kim Fowley was a big fan of Midnight Snacks? Where did you hear that? (laughs) I heard you talking about him in an interview. Oh, really? What did we say? You said that he gave you some advice about the band. Is that true? I feel like he gave somebody advice in the band. It was definitely not me. Um, But I don't know if I'd take advice from Kim Fowley. (laughs) (laughs) So he tried to, maybe in vain, he tried to dispense some advice to Midnight Snacks. You know, I mean, he likes to tell women what to do, and I'm not really into listening. (laughs) Kind of in that old school uh, way of thinking, yeah. Right. Right, definitely. Have you ever played any shows with the Mummies? Have you had any run-ins with the Mummies? Lovely Fest in Reno. Yeah, it was uh, where Loud Fest. Right. Yeah. So. A debaucherino. Yeah, debaucherino. Pete Manchetti from Slovenly Records puts out this festival. I think it. Yeah, it was called the debaucherino, right? Debaucherino, and uh, yeah, he brings out a bunch of bands, and it's always super fun. But yeah, the Mummies were on the bill, but the Mummies in Mummy tradition um, didn't play the main stage. They played outside in the day when nobody was there to see them. And I remember somebody got hurt, too. Like, some kid got hit in the head. Drove. Um, Pete's partner had to drive them to the hospital. He's, like, 17 years old, too, so he's underage. And they're like, ah! It was, like, it was weird. It's like, we first got to the show, it's daylight, and I look over to the right, and I go, hey, isn't that the mummies playing right now? And I just thought it was the weirdest thing, and they're like, yeah. And I'm sure lots of people were disappointed, because, you know, it's like... I thought the mummies did play the main stage at, like... Five in the morning or something, oh, like okay. really, like late well, I was or early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they they don't put their music on streaming, so maybe they're not trying to be popular. No, they have a film coming out soon. Oh, they do. Yeah, they're they're in the middle of filming it. So it's a documentary. Uh, it's the it's a mummy's film, so that they'll have total control. So it's whatever they want yeah. it to be. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. Did you also uh, do some shows with Guitar Wolf? Uh, I don't think... Yeah, I know, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I've seen Guitar Wolf a number of times. Um, Who's another, you know, cool guitar hero and always amazing live and totally mad respect for Guitar Wolf and his leather. Nobody wears leather like him. And they had that great zombie movie, Wild Zero, they starred in. Oh, that's right. 
Do you think you could ever do like a Midnight in Snacks movie? We talk about it all the time. I don't know why we don't. We might actually start filming on this trip. Chris, who's not here, would be like our guy to do that. So, and I keep telling him. A video. Well, we don't. Music video? Something. Something captured on video. Something. We don't have any videos at all. We need maybe just something. Doesn't have to be fantastic. How about, how about a pop-up video with all the random facts that come up? I think that'd be really enjoyable. Not sure. <laughs> We've been talking about it for years, so we'll see. I'm also really excited that you're playing a hopscotch festival show that's curated by uh, the band No Love. And thankfully, you're playing at midnight, which I thought was very appropriate. Um, yeah, we took our name verbatim. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, without no, without this curation, we would not be here. And uh, so we're super grateful that someone's paying attention to us from across the country. Um, so we're stoked to play. You know how you got hooked up with No Love? Yeah, that's Sue Daniel and Sorry State Records, who've always been a huge advocate for Midnight Snacks, always writing really thoughtful reviews about our records, and um, super appreciated. Who are some of your favorite musical acts from the Oakland area? Well, definitely the world. Rays. Um, I like Toads. Who else? There's Oakland, but there's also the Bay Area. It's kind of sometimes clumped into one category. I really like drama. Yeah, drama. Reading is excellent. Naked Roommate. But we, we're lucky that we have so many um, great bands. Oh, Andy Human. Yeah. Yeah, we have a bunch of great bands. Just Bobby's all, new band's really good. The 1982 band. Did you hear their new song? It's 1981. Whatever. Same <laughs> the, Whatever. What is the band's called? 1981? Yeah. New bands, yeah. Yeah, but we're lucky that there are a bunch of bands that are really great uh, that are always playing. Yeah. Are you currently on a mini tour right now? Yeah, the Weekend Warrior Tour. So we we played one show already. We're gonna play tonight at midnight, and then we head to Atlanta to play the Earl with the Subsonics, and then we're gonna go to New Orleans and play with Science and Die Rots. And then we'll have a day of being a tourist in New Orleans and head home. What is your favorite Midnight Snack song to play live? Hmm. Well, when it's sounding good, I really like a new song that we did off our album that's coming out in November called Music Inside. And it's called She Don't Want That. And it's because it's so different than any other Midnight Snack song. It's very, like, kind of herky-jerky and funky. And I think that's what I like so much about this version of Midnight Snacks and where we're headed is just kind of tearing away all the old formulas that we relied on and just kind of adding a little bit more depth and layers and being a little bit freer about letting all those kind of influences show. When that song, when we nail that song, I think it's real fun. Mine would be a song Chew on This, and it would be um, Sad to See You Go. Um, that's one of my favorite songs, and also Faded Pictures, which is on one of our latest singles. Or it's a B-side. B-side of a single. But we don't play the songs anymore. But I would like to add them into the set again. It's because Sammy's a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> favorites are 
probably found a way to your heart from Chew on This. It's got a great bass line and I, it gets in my bones. I also like our new punk stuff. Cyborg is a really fun one. I can just rip on the bass with that one too. Let me do what I want to fun one too. We've been doing that. We brought that back a little bit. It's fun. Yeah. Tonight or today. Does Midnight Snacks ever do cover songs? Yeah, we did one tonight. We did um, The Cure. I, I Just Need Myself, um, which is a old Cure song, so you have to go YouTube that to find it. But it's The Cure at one of their punkest. But there's always a couple people in the crowd that come out and just like, oh my God, you played The Cure. Yeah, but we've done other stuff, too. We, we were doing the shop assistants for a little bit, but we never recorded it. Yeah. I mean, we do do a few covers here and there like to I think we've recorded a couple I'm not that great at, at um, learning other people's <laughs> music I'm more of a person who like creates music so Chris is better at that Chris would be better at hearing something and being able to play it right away so you wouldn't be great in a cover band so no I'd be a horrible at a cover band I'd be really terrible unfortunately I wish I had that talent but I don't that's the moneymaker cover yeah. band has anyone ever done a cover of Midnight Snacks? Hmm, I don't think so. Not that I know of. Um, I've seen Midnight Snacks tattoos. Oh, you have? Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that? Was that weird to see? It was It was fun. It was awesome. We're like, what the... F-? It's like we had uh, our first album. There's this illustration of a hot dog sundae, which is very provocative. <laughs> and we had a guy who had the... He got the whole thing done on his arm. I yeah, there have been a couple people. They, and you know what? It could happen. It usually happens in the south. Oh, because <laughs> so it could happen again. I don't know. Well, I really like the artwork. The like, I, I really like the pin with. It's like the nice sax with the vinyl record. I think. Or no, is it not a vinyl record? It's like a. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean the the logo? Yeah. Yeah, that was a guy that I used to work with. He he had a really cool old timey kind of illustration cartoon style man he drew that for us it does look very vintage so yeah style what are some of your favorite midnight snacks to eat um pretty much like tacos like when we go to la and stuff we call it the taco tour (laughs) but we're only allowed to eat three tacos because if we have a three taco limit you eat four tacos before a show it's gonna suck this part of the band contracts (laughs) (laughs) it's the unwritten contract like Van Halen had no brown M&M's. Exactly, yeah. If it were on a rider. <laughs> Three tacos each. Not any more than that. But, yeah. So, uh, Mexican food. I mean, pretty much, like, anything. Yeah, totally. 100% chicken wings for me. What are some of the best places to check out in Oakland if you haven't been there before? Well, you can go to Fruitvale and go to Sinaloa, which I love to go to. They have a couple trucks. Guadalajara is very good. Mm-hmm. There's a few places. Agua, I've just been going to this other place that does this amazing seafood. It looks like a Big Mac, but it's all seafood. So it's like scallops, octopus, shrimp, avocado, chile, all this stuff. It's called Agua Chile's Tamarindo, and it's pretty amazing. La Bamba Taqueria in Richmond, very good. Salvadorian, though, not Mexican. Yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah. Still good. Any weird museums in the Oakland area? I know in L.A. they have the Museum of Broken Relationships. 
That just seems like that'd be really weird. I don't know if I want to visit that. When they break, you maybe can not, move on. Maybe not a good first date um, location. Yeah, we don't have a weird museum, but we have a really cool cemetery called the Piedmont Cemetery, which um, has like pyramids. It's like called like Millionaire's Row, where they have all these like very gaudy, um, like mausoleum type things. The Black Dahlia is buried there. Um, a bunch of other people, um, which is really cool. And it's just really pretty um, just to go walk around. It's not creepy or anything. So it's a place that, if you've never been to Oakland, I would highly recommend walking around there. It's really big. What do you think is the like the crowd favorite at Midnight Snack songs? Or what's the what's the hit song everyone wants to hear? SOS. I, I feel like people responded to SOS. I I felt like a few people knew the song. Yeah. And you know it's a mid tempo and has a good hook. I made you guys play that at my wedding. Yeah, when Sammy got married before he was in Midnight Snacks. We played that at his wedding, so yeah. Yeah, it's more power poppy. I think it's more crowd-pleasing. So I think that one's a good one. Like if... Yep, too, the to- off the Total Punk sing- single. So you have a new record coming out soon on Slovenly Records. Yes. Slovenly Recordings. Is, is it recording? Can't remember. Recordings, records. Um, but yeah, it should be out in November. So we're real excited about that. We worked really hard on it, and it is a, a bit of a departure from what we've been doing. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. And I'm happy to, like, be working with Pete again. I haven't... We were joking, saying, oh, we only work together every 20 years because he put out one of the Loudmouth's records on his old record label, 702 Records. So, every 20 years. (laughs) Any other future plans for Midnight Snacks? Well, we're looking forward to this weekend and... We're going to go home and in the next couple months do a record release show party, and that'll be fun. And I don't know, we're looking to see what comes in 2020, maybe do a big trip. But we've been talking about Mexico City, so and that would be a dream come true. So hopefully we get that, get to do that. And where can people go online if they want to hear Midnight Snacks music? We have a band camp, so Midnight Snacks, but everybody misspells our name. So it's M-I-D-N-I-T-E. S-N-A-X-X-X and we have a bunch of our recordings up on on there there's some stuff on Spotify also just chew on this yeah chew on this and uh, one of the old singles I forget which one well and last question I know that Danzig from the Misfits he won't autograph a a bootleg someone asked him to sign a bootleg so if someone had a Benign Snacks bootleg uh, would you autograph it I would ask could I have a copy yeah I would totally autograph it sure it's flattering I guess Uh, would I be mad it was like okay how much money did you make off this dude (laughs) where's my share contact your legal team (laughs) no we have a limited legal team. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to us today on Damage Goods Radio. Cool, it was our pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. You just heard the 2015 single Don't Wake Me Up by Midnight Snacks, released on Total Punk Records. And before that, you heard my interview with Midnight Snacks from the Hopscotch Music Festival back in 2019. Many thanks to Midnight Snacks for sitting down with me for this fun interview. Also, thanks to No Love for curating that great Hopscotch show, which feels like so many moons ago in the uh, current year of 2020. We will end the show with a track, Space Invaders, 
Human from Midnight Snacks 2017 album 2 on this, released on Pelican Pow Wow Records. Thanks for listening to Damage Goods Radio. The expanded version featuring music is available on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.